Hey, Blanche. Hey, Rebecca. How how are things in your world? Summer's heating up. It's pretty hot over here. Yes, but um, it certainly couldn't be as you're still near a lovely... um, Is it the Atlantic Ocean that you're near? Yeah. You're you're still near water, which uh, even just looking at it (laughs) cools you off. (laughs) That's true. It's a machaya, right? Oh, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Perfect description. Boy, you're getting to be pretty good. You're you're almost sounding like a a Yiddish madel. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you. I learn from the best. Uncomfortable as um, it is in uh, New York City. Oh, yeah. I mean... This week I gave that new Seth Rogen movie called American Pickle a try. I thought it'd be good research for the podcast. Oh, yeah. So how was it? I didn't love it. I would say, I thought there would be a ton of Yiddish there. And well, there was Yiddish in the beginning, but I thought he'd use it a little more like we do. I would say overall, it's a little too schmaltzy for me. Uh Uh-huh. So today, our word of the day is schmaltzy. Yeah, very good introduction, my dear. You're a little (laughs) sneaky, aren't you? Welcome back to another episode of Yiddish and Chill with your hosts, Rebecca and Blanche. These are quarantine coffee talk conversations where we're going to break down one Yiddish word of the day. <laughs> so this word is, well, it comes from the word schmaltz, which you may have seen on a menu before. So Blanche... Oh, I'm not, I've not only seen it on a menu, but I, I've eaten it yeah i've tasted it so schmaltz for everyone listening if you've never heard of it it's chicken fat and it can be used in soup latkes fried chicken or some people just eat chicken skin that's um cooked in the fat you've never had that have you you know i have had it once it's not my favorite thing i think if you don't grow up having it it i I don't know what kind of creep me out <laughs> yeah and particularly nowadays is since we're so conscious of our diets right you know yeah thinking about like chicken so it's skin. a little it's a little offensive <laughs> but yeah, in the days when, in the days when people you know didn't have much money um it was uh important for them to eat um something that had uh, a lot of protein i guess and like use every part of the animal exactly yeah exactly so we use this term schmaltzy to say something is i guess it's kind of like excessive would that be a good way it's excessive or are you to simplify it you use the word cheesy which is a good word it's like right. the Yiddish equivalent of calling something cheesy. Right, exactly. <laughs> You're saying it's fatty. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a word that 
someone like you, who's a huge fan of the arts, could use when describing a movie, a book, a play? That's schmaltzy. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of the, you know, those soap operas that, that are very common on TV, which I never watch. But that's that's a kind of of uh, of entertainment that I would certainly put in the category of schmaltzy. And the first thing that came to mind to me would be when Hallmark season rolls around in December. All those Hallmark movies, you know, all those oh, Christmas yes. movies that all oh, they're, yes, they're all yes, very predictable. Yes. They're all over the top. Definitely, definitely, yeah. That certainly would. Uh, certainly be in that category also there's no question about it i saw an article that was describing do you know who john legend is oh i love him (laughs) yes but he can get schmaltzy he can get very schmaltzy i saw he can but i mean i love him as a person and and he's very (laughs) talented and he's got a beautiful wife no yes but he can yes he uh when he starts singing those love songs, you know. Yeah, he pours but, uh, his heart into the piano and sometimes... Yeah, right, it, right, right. In this day and age, I guess we can use a little bit of that, you know. Everything else seems to be so dark. Yeah, uh, it's not necessarily... I was just going to say, that term isn't always necessarily a bad thing. Sometimes you're in the mood for something that's schmucky. Right, right, right. No, no, he's a very sweet guy besides. I mean, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't criticize his schmaltziness. <laughs> <laughs> There's a time when it's appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and he's also a very bright, bright young man. He's, he's quite an activist. I didn't know if you know that. When I am researching these words, I'm looking them up, sometimes I'll Google the word and I'll just um, see what's in the news recently, if that word has been used in the news. I like seeing how it's used in pop culture recently. And the term schmaltzy is used a lot when describing political figures. Oh, you can say that again. Oh, my God, Rebecca. I mean, it's so obvious. It's so obvious. Um, One of the the, uh, times is when they're kissing children, but of course they're not supposed to kiss now, but... um, Right, yeah. Before COVID. Right, but I guess if you're picturing a politician who seems to put on a show for the cameras and, you know, they have those video montages with the hyped up music and it's... Oh, too many of them. (laughs) Yeah, too many of them. Absolutely. Um, They they absolutely uh, personify schmaltziness. There's no question about it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, too many of them. Right, yeah. It's it's amazing how um, how many uh, scenarios you can find that where the word schmaltzy is appropriate, right? Right, I yeah. Mean, does that mean we don't have uh, authentic, we're not living in an authentic, or oh, this period in our world is not authentic? That's a good uh, realization. <laughs> 
there's there's so much there's so much i mean particularly in uh with the with the internet right and and especially for someone my age or young not just my age but with social media facebook instagram i feel like a lot of people are showing this alternate version of themselves and absolutely it can definitely get a little schmaltzy all right absolutely so um yeah i guess yeah it's it's amazing isn't it how and how appropriate that uh, that word is even even the sound of it somehow indicates what it means don't you think schmaltzy yeah that's a good point <laughs> that's a good point yeah, it does. I mean, there are some, phonetically, you know, there are words that just um, indicate their meaning, you know, by their sound. And that's one of those words. Crosses. Don't you think the whole idea of Instagram and things like that, uh, I mean, the whole idea itself is kind of uh, corny. Yeah. Which is another word for schmaltzy, right? Yeah, I mean, you're right. You're right. Uh, I want to. I think the whole concept of uh, of Instagram. I mean, and and uh, selfies. Oh, definitely. <laughs> you know, people who take selfies. Wow. Oh my God, that word definitely. Uh, Rachel is going to be offended. This attack on her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's my sister. Yeah, she loves I selfies. know. I know, but it's part of it's part of the young people's um, world. I mean, it's part of their culture. I mean, they they can be perfectly lovely people, but uh, they're so the young one, the young people. I they they just are so accustomed to doing it because all their friends do it. But it is corny, don't you think? Yeah. Although I don't want to be too cynical. I mean, I guess when you get as old, you know, older like I am, you get kind of cynical probably. But it is kind of a corny world. It's tough to be um, individualistic when you're young. Your uh, goal is usually to be like everybody else. You don't realize significance of being an an individual or individual in your thinking yeah I definitely struggled with that growing up yes yes I know you did I know you did well um we sure (laughs) we sure covered the waterfront with that word didn't we No, that got uh, a lot deeper than I thought it was going to. We didn't practice right. that. Absolutely. <laughs> I didn't think we would uh, be that philosophical about it. Yeah. But we have, we have become very philosophical. Well, who knows? Um, so I, before we leave today, I just had a funny tidbit of Yiddish that I've been seeing in the news. The... Joe Biden's VP, Kamala Harris. You know her first name, Kamala. Her kid. Oh, yes, yes. I know they call her Mamala. Yeah, so I just thought that was funny. Her stepkids gave her the nickname Mamala, which is a Yiddish word. 
Yeah, I think that is so sweet. Yeah. I love that. So oh, can you I explain it, what mamala means? Yeah, well, it's a, uh, it means mother, but it's, it's a, um, it's an affectionate way of saying it, you know. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, it's a very affectionate way. I started <laughs> to tell you the last time we talked that you add, you add these suffixes and it makes it diminutive and it's, it's a term of affection and there are a lot of words that if you just add the, um, the term le at the end, like you could say tatala, you know what that is? No, what's that? Father. Uh, oh, it's, it's, I have heard that before. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm just adding the, uh, uh, the suffix, you know, uh, leh at the end. And it's, it's a, it's a, a way of, of, you know, referring to the person in a more affectionate way. And uh, let's see, there's, uh, Rebecca Le. Yeah. <laughs> That's a cute nickname. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Rebecca Le. Blanchola like doesn't that. sound the same. <laughs> Blanchola. Uh, it sounds like Dracula. Yeah. It sounds what? Blanchola doesn't sound as good as Rebecca. No, no. Rebecca sounds very sweet. Okay, Rebecca. Rebecca. I think we, um, we had a pretty um, fulfilling. Um, conversation this time so we'll talk i'll talk to you next week same time 